0: Welcome to the Empowered Women Rise podcast with me, your host, Lucy Bennett. Welcome everybody, and today I'm very happy to be joined by Carla Mazio, a fe- fellow wedding and event planner in here in Spain. So welcome Carla. Thank you so
1: much for coming on to share your story with us today. Hello Lucy. Thank you thank you for taking me you know uh, on, uh, on this uh, series that you're doing with uh, amazing women and yeah we are happy to share my story and how to well probably help and other people yeah excellent I'm so excited because I, I've known
0: of you for many years and I've been in awe of what you've created for many years mm-hmm. But I don't know your story and I don't know your background so this is really interesting for me as well as as for the other women so tell us a little bit about your journey to where you are now
1: Sure. Uh, Well, I'm I'm from Argentina. Yeah, I'm not Spanish, and I came to Spain. Well, uh, this will be my uh, 18th year in Spain. So I came to do an internship. I study hotel management. So my background is hospitality, and that's where that's my career. Yeah, in sort of way. And then I started doing, you know, uh, event planning, wedding planning. So I came to do an internship. In a hotel here on the costa del sol uh, and i decided i wanted to stay mainly because going back to argentina at that time was not yeah the situation was not very good yeah right now so i i stayed and and, uh, that's how i yeah i decided to grow obviously in the hospitality industry going through different departments in the same hotel and then going to another hotels and it was back in 2005 when i was involved i was always being involved in events because in the industry i was in the restaurant i was setting up for weddings or events so in sort of way i was in the operational um departments and in 2005 i was in the food and beverage department in a hotel here on the Costa of and that and in that case they were planning the weddings and the events for yeah. well, planning I mean planning. I mean within the hotel, you know, facilities, and that's when I say, well, this is what I like because until then, I. I didn't know you know which department or which area i wanted to uh you know be be involved and then went back to the hotel that i was at the beginning doing you know events uh, as well and that's how all this started in sort of way just you know working in different departments just to realize what i what i liked but i was yeah. involved in events at home planning you know parties but you know until i was 23 yeah, I just didn't realize what I've done in the past, you know, and it was on my future. Yeah, absolutely. So you, do you feel with the events industry, the wedding industry, that it
0: really is your your purpose? Is it where you're meant to be in life? Would you say? Is it where you feel most passionate
1: about? Well, I, I do like organizing. I know I'm uh, I'm I'm a good organizing things. It can be anything, you know. But obviously yeah. within the hospitality, within the tourism, uh, I won't be you know involved in something that I don't know. Uh, organizing, but it will be hard for me to probably get you know the feeling that I love a job. And for me, it's really important to love what you do, whatever you do. Yeah. Otherwise, you feel, you know, just you're uh, saying to everybody, Oh, I hate this job. I hate this job. And that spreads out and makes you feel miserable. So for me, yeah. it's really important. And until, or at the moment, this is what I like doing and I'm good at it. Uh, but I don't know in the future. You know yeah yeah absolutely. it's uncertain now so i don't know what it will be i mean i don't see myself you know being you know 50 years old and being you know doing wedding planning i don't see myself doing that because i need a lot of energy and <laughs> probably i don't have the i won't have that energy anymore yeah basically you know, mentally, i mean it's just both things because this job is it's two things you know you need to be awake very early and go to bed really late and as well, you know, memorizing things or remember things actually. That yeah. So yeah, it's a time that I won't be able to do that. So who yeah. knows? Takes a lot of skills, doesn't it? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What,
0: what was the catalyst for you re- like moving on, reaching
1: out and creating two co-weddings and unique affairs? Well, I wanted to do something that it was not about me. I mean I mean the weddings that that, that we planned, that we Design in sort of way is not what I like, you know. It's what our clients want, and I think that's that's the thing about Tuco, that you can find uh, different styles of wedding because the world is about it. I mean, we are not all the same. No, so I don't want to do, uh, I know, a glam and all full and of, of flowers in every single wedding because they're not. I mean, that the niche is really, 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 really small. Yeah. yeah. I'm like that. I'm eclectic. I mean, I'm not. One day I can be, you know, I don't know, wearing no shorts and a shirt, and then the next day I'm in a suit. So I'm a bit like that, and that's that's what Tuka is about. Is yeah, doing different weddings, yeah, for different for different people. Yeah, yeah, the uniqueness and the adaptability. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. absolutely so um
0: tell us a little bit about how you were able to create it were you like an independent female entrepreneur working alone to create the business or did you have somebody that
1: you worked with to build it how did you go about creating your own business uh no no i didn't i did it on my own i was uh, working uh i worked for different companies as a freelancer yeah Yeah. so i was you know under their uh, brand the rules you know their things and I wanted to do something, I mean, prove that I could do it on my own. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, everybody's saying, now you should you know, start your own business and this, but you're always scared, you know, you never know how things will go. Yeah. Um, and, and that's how it all started, really. I mean, actually, at the beginning, it was not about wedding planning, it was about rentals, you know, okay. glasses, and yeah, because I wanted, I was just, very far in my future of seeing myself with kids and i couldn't do you know for well planning a wedding you know with kids will be difficult you know a job that i could delegate and I'd be at home yeah um, yes. i'm still doing that you know as a you know as a second business but um because at the beginning was not so many rental companies that we found right now in on the costa del sol or even in malaga or in spain you know yeah it was very common in the UK uh, or any uh, United States, but not not here. So that's how it took it started. But wow. then, I didn't
0: know that. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: That was the, the, I, I didn't want to do planning, but then I got you know a client referral from a friend, and well, and, and so on. So then it started from one wedding in 2013, you know, to you know, um, I think it was you know 15 weddings the next se- the next season. So. Yeah. it was um yeah it, it, it will work, work you know work uh well you know um, it was a good time um, for the wedding industry in Spain, yeah. oh yes yeah and i will be in, the, in, in probably next year 2023 it's just yeah it's gonna that be we'll have fun. to adapt that's it and it's hard
0: yeah we'll, we'll have to get staff extra staff more like a big yeah. team to be able to cope with the amount of weddings that we're gonna have yeah. oh it's It's great what you've created. I absolutely love. And like you say, that it's obviously it's bespoke. It's unique for each and every client. But you do have a distinctive style. Like when I see one of your weddings, I'm like, that's got to be Tuco, you know, and it, it really is like the most beautiful of weddings, I think. You really, to me, you are like the, the person that creates the most beautiful weddings here in in Andalusia without any
1: shadow of a doubt. That's my take yes, on thank it. You, thank you. Anyway, that the beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So probably somebody will think that my weddings are horrible because they are, you know, packed of flowers or, you know, I, love well, that, I mean, <laughs> For me, that's something beautiful, you know. But I mean, we are all different, so we just see yeah. things in a, in a different way. So I mean, the weddings that um, that we do, yes, are yeah. I think they're uh, you know for you know a, a certain level and uh, of of clients and as well of um, and appreciate beauty in, in all in all aspects, yeah absolutely
0: this is it so what would you say are the challenges that you faced as a female entrepreneur have you faced anything that would be adverse for or unique to you as a woman
1: no I think the, the, the only challenge. I mean this industry and the and the weddings is you know females but I think it will be it will be harder for for a you know a boy and male just to be you know get into the industry because they will say you know Anything or you know you don't have that feminine you know uh you know flair you know uh, accent but I, I don't think that's that I think probably the, the the thing that would just challenge is 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 about yourself you are the you are the the person who's putting in you know, saying that you're not uh, able to do it yeah um, um, that just putting yourself like a second instead of being the, the the one that it needs to be in the front and to believe I think it's it's about that believe. No, and and when you are trying, well, when you're talking to a client that they actually feel that, you know, yeah. the confidence, you no, know? uh, yeah, it's a tough thing, especially when you're starting out
0: because you're you you obviously you don't have this portfolio of weddings yeah. that you people and what I find when I'm coaching people is that even when they have had like you have had years and years of hostelier experience this they still don't see that as relevant wedding experience when they're talking to new clients So I'm like just remember you've worked for 20 years in hotels doing weddings so please that is your experience you know so it's oh I mean, yeah, it's, it's that like you say it's that starting out as an entrepreneur But then doubting your capability and potential because we fail to see that our past experience is part of Mm -hmm. the future journey. Whereas I think with men it's much easier for them to actually catch on to that and to feel it. Like they're much more, you know, men've got this masculine energy where they're just like very powerful and very confident no matter what they believe. Not all of
1: them. Not all of them. They all feel, you know, confident and they don't have the sales uh you know uh speech uh you know to to make you believe they are amazing and probably they're not you know but yeah. yeah i mean i would say probably in general yeah they're, they're very good you know uh you know i'm the latin main <laughs> <laughs> the, the
0: gift of the gap the talk yes so, yeah mm-hmm. so what would you say is the hardest decision you've had to take in your business or the hardest moments that you've had in your business mm-hmm.
1: I mean, the hardest for me, and now that I see it, you know, that a year that uh, that I didn't work, I mean, I didn't work, you know, on coordinating or planning. It was uh, a thing, you know, having a child and, uh, and you know, trying to do both things. Uh, I think it was the hardest. And that's when we, as a woman, I think we uh, we have to, you know, enjoy every single thing and we can do it i think that's you know the pressure of you know being a female entrepreneur uh the pressure of you no know, we can't fail we can't say i have a child i can't say i was i was pregnant i mean i was afraid of saying that i was pregnant just to, because i thought it was going to lose the you know the, the wedding and you yeah. remember being in a car driving with the clients in the back and say do you have a children and say no i don't i was pregnant yeah. So, so then a few months later, I had a call with them and say, look, I'm pregnant. Yes, we know that. We saw you. It's like, OK, well, sorry. I didn't want to say because I thought I was going, really, I thought I was going to lose the job. And it was, I mean, and that's, I mean, it's not something that, I mean, I I worked until, you know, almost the end of my pregnancy. Yeah, yeah. So those kind of things are we, we think that wrong, but they're not. So that thing, that's the only thing that I not a challenge. Yeah, it was a challenge to try to do both things and do it well. And then I realised, you know, that probably I didn't put, it was not a balance. You know, I prioritised one thing that it was not actually, you know, important. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm. It's a tough
0: call, without a doubt, to know when it's the right thing to say. But really, yeah. as human beings and as women, it's our right to be able to have children if we can have them. And and if, if somebody was to say, I don't want to work with you because you're pregnant, it would be such an outrageous thing, wouldn't it? But then you yeah. know that it happens in the world. So that's where your fear is coming from. It's yeah. a knowledge that women have faced this kind of like persecution or discrimination in, in that sense, yeah. you know? mm-hmm. um, which is an outrage because obviously you have every right to have a child. And just because you have a child, it doesn't mean that you can't do your job as well. It's just, yeah. You have to prioritize your time differently than you yeah. would before because yeah. you know, you're in the membership and I you know that I always try and be very empathetic towards people who have children although I don't have them myself I try to make sure that I'm always including in my coaching you know like well if you've got kids try and do it like this you know just yeah it is, it is a challenge isn't it yeah. it's a big challenge yeah um, especially in a in a work like working as a wedding planner which is a very time-consuming role it's very yeah. heavy isn't it? it it requires a lot of office time, a lot of talking time with clients. It's highly demanding in terms of the hours. I love to go on about how hard we work as wedding planners.
1: <laughs> it's my little thing. Yes, but nobody, nobody, I think nobody realized that until actually, yeah, I mean, it's hard to explain a client, you know, how many hours we work and yeah. how much, you know, um, effort, you know, and uh, that we put on, on on each wedding until the actual, the actually we work until it gets to the actual wedding day. Yeah. Um, but no, I know no, it's hard. It's really hard to to make someone understand what we do. Yeah. The amount, the amount of
0: times, Carla, even when I've kind of like take our prices have gone up and up and up, you know, obviously, as you do with the business. But the amount of times I've had clients say to me after the wedding day, wow, you do so much for what you charge. But then initially, perhaps it was hard to get them to commit to it. I had to convince yeah. them fully that we were worth it. But usually my general feeling is that we do not charge enough in the industry for the demands that we have on ourselves within that day, that one day and everything that is expected of us on that day. So one of the um, I can't remember who I was talking to recently, but we had a conversation and, you know, I was saying that what are the most important days in your life, right? What are the most important days that you experience in your lifetime? So obviously, you know, potentially the birth of your children, but your wedding day is up there. So I find it really kind of like, I don't know, I understand that people are like that, but I kind of find it shocking in a sense that people are so like, well, why am I having to pay so much for for the service? But then hold on, it's one of the most important days in their life. So there's so much pressure on us on that day, whether we're a photographer, a videographer, a wedding planner, a musician, in order to perform, in order to show up, in order to do an amazing job. And in a sense, that, that pressure on us, I think it does deserve to be paid well for what we do, you know, so especially for... The wedding planning when we're completely working so many hundreds of hours for each and every mm. client you know when you break down hours by the the cost of the wedding you you actually think well it's really not that much if you have to divide it between your staff and the people you have to hire for the
1: day you know mm. so yeah yeah i mean and if they booked you two years in advance well come on i mean you go. Oh, i mean you don't get oh, no, oh. no. But yes but have <laughs> you, whatever you charge it's probably I you know just over 10% of their salary per month. So you really think, yes, maybe the amount what you say, you know, this is the fee, it could be what? But then just divide it by 24 months or divide it by hours. I mean, it's nothing. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. So, and as well, I think about you know prices and things like that. It's just harder because first of all, they they don't know what we do. Yeah. And then as well in the industry, there's a lot of people that uh, because, maybe because they're starting or maybe because they don't have, you know, a portfolio or many things, you know, just they put the prices down. So, of course, I mean, then you're going to be really expensive. But yeah. probably not. No, it depends on the eye, you know, how, how you see it. So it's yeah. a whole of, you know, um, it's a learning process from two sides. I think is to teach the clients, you know, about our job and to underestimate our job and how much pressure we have. Absolutely. Yes. We're responsible for everything. If something goes wrong, who's the full Wedding planner? It's us. Exactly. The wedding planner. <laughs> and it's everything.
0: Everything. It's yeah. such a huge pressure. And you find people at weddings coming to you with the most crazy questions. And, and in your head, you think, what the hell has got this got to do with me? But then you deal with it and you deal with them and you're polite and you're kind and all of these things. But I mean, just the fact that we're on our feet for like 13, 14 hours in one day, working continuously without a single break and really not having time to eat, it's just like that within itself is absolutely we earn what we should. Yeah. You know? yeah. without a doubt. So what would you say was like, any mistakes that you've made along the way that perhaps you wish that you'd done things differently? Anything that you could give as advice to other people who are starting out?
1: Mm. well i mean i always for example suggest to anybody who's a star is to create and you mentioned a few times when we we're in the group create your own like a styling shoots that's how you have done you know uh, and to have your own you know pictures and things like that because you always find that they use things you know for whoever i mean uh, i found you know many many people that they use not just for myself as well from other planners and i'm very very strict and calling them and say, well, what do you do? <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, not, I'm not sending emails anymore. I call and say like, who are you? I mean, where you got these things from? I think that's the very The, the thing that's being transparent as well with your clients and be truthful as well, you know, saying that this is This is what I've done so far. I have not yeah. done anything because I just started, you know yeah. and there's nothing wrong not saying that it just started. I mean, yeah, of course it will be harder to get a, you know, a client but it will be one that will trust you because at the end of the day they it's about you you are the person who you're booking you know yeah. it's not just what you have done in the past they don't know what you done I mean but it's it's just about you and uh to be yeah confident and uh, and to be truthful to yourself and to um uh, and to the rest you know and, and be transparent yeah. yeah I think it's
0: a complicated one i you know there's there's a lot of talk in, t- in integrity and business and authenticity but when people are faced with stress and desperation they sometimes act out 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 of line with that you know so there's a lot of taking other people's images and stuff like that that goes on in spain in the wedding industry i think and yeah. I found it quite frustrating, somebody set up a business that is called um, Boutique Spanish Weddings, and my web address is Boutique Weddings in Spain, and that happened after like four years. And then she joined my group, and I'm like, sorry, but block, because <laughs> just no, you know? I find it so frustrating that even I had a wedding with one of the celebrants, and she tagged to that woman instead of me, and I'm like, I give you business, all the time and you tag the wrong person I felt so angry you know it's like it's so it seems so silly but we have to be so protective of what we created because you me and all the other people that have been here doing this for a long time we put our heart and souls into this and we I, I feel personally that I made huge personal sacrifices to have a wedding business here in Spain you know whether that be a sacrifice of having like friendships that I left behind in the UK or not having Children, because I'm now 46. I didn't have kids because I literally been building my business for that that gap that was my last opportunity. You know, gone now. And now that COVID came, I was like, maybe I should have done that. And like, damn, I was just so focused on the boutique wedding co that like nothing else mattered. You know, and Mm -hmm. that yeah, it's a sad thing. I think my advice to anyone who's starting out is just make sure you've got balance in your life and that you're not Mm -hmm. obsessing yourself with the business, but it was it was just something that I'd done. But so when somebody takes your images or your work is very frustrating. I think they need to be creating their own work. And my first couple of style shoots, they were pretty basic. Like I, I did the flowers myself, you know, it was all that kind of thing. I didn't have much money to spend, but they were enough to get those first five clients. And once I had those five clients, I was able to get another 18 and then another 20, you know, and it just, it snowballs. And I was quite lucky. I had, um, I made a great connection on Pinterest with a, a couple of photographers from the US. So they came over, they shot my first styled shoot and they already had relationships with Style Me Pretty. So we got published on Style Me Pretty. And that was really what helped me, you know, that mm-hmm. first kind of thing. But yeah. it's style shoots. It really is, isn't it? And the
1: blogging and, and just yeah, sharing. Good, good suppliers. Good suppliers that share the same, you know, quality of, or at least the quality of, you know, the service that you want to provide is really important. So uh, important. Least, I mean, I always say, well, you know, sometimes clients come with a certain budget and say, well, maybe for my, you know, First of all, it's not probably the, the wedding that we we do. I mean, we can do it, but then I can't find you know photographers that charges you know below this amount because I don't work with them. Doesn't mean that they're not good, at least, but they're not at the level you know that I that I require. So that's another thing is to make good connections, good people, because we are we're all in the same boat. Yeah. Yeah. So we all help each other. This is not just then when the wedding went, you know, fantastic, the clients and say, I know, great job, yes, but you hide behind you a team of, you know, caterer, the venue, photographer, video, and the oldest serve as well, they, you know, um, the part of the success of an event. Without, um, without, that's what I feel as well, that yeah. every person who's involved in a
0: wedding day has equal contribution and deserves equal um, appreciation and gratitude. Yeah. Is, you know I always say that you know like when when people have said to me um oh do you have to have this here or why do you always have so much decor and I'm like well it's not me that wants the decor it's the client that wants the decor this is their wedding this is what they want and everyone has to really give or take so that we can facilitate the, the client's dream and that's the objective isn't it it's about creating a team creating um a feeling a day that is the dream of the client being answered because sure. if, we, if yeah. we don't do that we don't feel like we've really delivered the wedding that we
1: really want to do we yeah 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 and as well that they enjoyed, you know planning a wedding could be stressful because it is uh but they they, they can enjoy it as well you know certain parts of the of the wedding are you know like you know decoration styling the food the music you know things that it could be uh, fun uh, and then on the day as well to enjoy and we are we are there to make sure that they they don't have to worry of you know of anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is it they don't need to worry about anything at all which yeah. is a great experience.
0: Um, what would you say has been the one thing that has contributed most to your
1: life and business success? Um, I think my, my experience in hospitality uh, it's one of the um, you know, assets that that, that I have, um, yeah. uh, and obviously, I mean, being involved into hospitality a school here in in the Costa del Sol, one of the best things, number two, number three in the world. So, I I learned a lot. I learned, you know, to be, you know, in front of, you know, thirty five children. I mean, children, children, <laughs> all young people, you know. Uh, or, um, and, and to talk about, you know, different aspects of the hospitality industry. And I think that was the biggest challenge of my life, you know, a job that obviously was connected what what I um, learned, but I'm, I'm not a teacher, so it's hard, yeah. you know, it's really, really hard. And I think like, that's one of the things that I say, you know, well done for the teachers because they have to, you know, cope with, with many things. So I think that's the, that's one of the things that helped me. I mean, that I understand certain things, you know, in a venue, or in a hotel uh, that somebody who never been in a, you know, working in a hotel will not have that knowledge. I, sometimes I don't have to ask a hotel if we can do this or that. I know it will work or not, you yeah. know. Um, so I think that's one of the things that, for me, just helped me to to help clients as well and to make the whole process, you know, um, easier, you know, yeah. on, on the planning. That's hmm. great. Fantastic. So one piece of advice that you would give to your 15-year-old self Um, uh, trust trust in yourself i think that's the that's the key trust that you can do whatever wherever you just you want to do in life yeah Yeah. and uh yeah the the thing that's yeah that's the that's the thing and then yeah i mean i would not um say i mean i I would like to meet the same people yeah uh probably uh, just manage different you know, uh, situations a different way. But I yeah. think that's, that's one of the things that confidence, I mean, I lack of confidence at the time uh, and for many years. So uh, that will obviously um, be a big different, make it very different, you know, that if my, well, my future will, you know, in the, oh, yes. in the past, uh, yeah, my future, yeah, will be much, yeah, much different, yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think having that kind of self-trust is something that's so valuable. Mm-hmm really we we tend to not trust ourselves because we are yes. kind of we we become so disconnected from who we truly are by being told to, you know be a good girl don't be noisy stop dancing you know stop being crazy you know all the things that little girls love to do and we become so disconnected from who we really are and what we really want because of our mm-hmm. schooling because of the expectations that are put on us you know to go to university to study this or that you know so it's And my partner, Jesus, um, he grew up in Cadiz. He was actually born in Malaga, but grew up in Cadiz. And his father said to the four children, you have to do um, either architecture, be a doctor or law. And that was their three choices. So there was no like, let me understand your personality, what your passions are, what you love about life. No, it was like you have three choices. Pick one. And then they were like, you know, scooted off to yeah, um, cool. different yeah. universities. I think yeah, actually cool. Azusa's sister, Christina, she did politics. And um, so actually she didn't do any of those three. It was politics. But she actually works for a fashion brand now and she helps with the designing of the shoes. And she travels <laughs> so, to China all the time to go and see the factories and do the shoe designs and pick the fabrics. So, you know, it's like nothing, you know, nothing, nothing
1: related to what uh, yeah, her father wanted. <laughs> yeah yeah, nowadays it's different because i can see my child i know he loves music i know he loves singing and things like that so i don't know if he will be a singer or musician but probably something connected with that you know i'm trying to see what he likes if my mother we never have seen that well i say my mother because she was more involved into our our uh you know um oh well school and things like that My, my my parents were together then yeah but um uh she will probably you know see that i like events or i like organizing things and she will you know encourage me to do more that you know but yeah but at that time you know there were 2bc or you no know, many children i have were 4 but now i just i can we can see, well, at least I I see that or I pay more attention, you know? Yeah,
0: this is it. And I think that's the beauty of like the progressive age is that actually people can start to fulfill their passions in life rather than feeling as though they just have to follow the path that the parents have laid out for them. So our our florist in the Boutique Wedding Co, I don't know if you know this, is Ruth, she's Jesus' sister. Mm -hmm. She was a lawyer, but very unhappy. So I was like, in 2017, come on, come with us. Like she did three courses, she got started. And because I was there to help guide her, we were able to help her create something that has become quite epic now she has so much demand it's it's you know this kind of like wild and quite natural style but she's really got her own unique style and i'm i'm so proud of that and i love the fact that even at a later age because she was probably 46 i think when we started to help her with the transformation but even at a later age you can transform your life and follow your passion oh, yeah.
1: And, and yeah, it's no, no doubt that we can do anything at any any age, yeah, you know, not just now. Okay, it. we have to retire at you know, no, I mean it's it's different. So that that's one of the advantages of being in the 21st century.
0: Absolutely, I love it. It's wonderful. So my final question today is, how are you living and running your business with heart and soul? It's my little question,
1: <laughs> it's my unique question. Well. <laughs> I I think I'll go back to you know just to I I I do this because I I do like it you know I do love it I do enjoy it. Um, Now I got a balance you know so I can as well you know enjoy my you know my family I can do things with them and for example some of the things that I'm know that you mentioned in, in the group it's not that you have your timings no you do this, that, you have your auto-response, sometimes I forget to do that, but I, I do take, you know, like Saturdays and Sundays off. Amazing. Night. Unless I unless I have a, a chat on Saturday morning because of the time change and things like that, Well, I'll try to be myself, you know, um, uh, available. But, you know, nothing is going to go wrong, I mean, no, nothing is you know immediate, you know, and, yeah. and I think that's one of the things that even you know it's for next year. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who knows what the next year will be? So, what's the point that I need to rush? I need to put myself on a. I have so many things on my agenda today. I say no, come on, please. I can just do it tomorrow. Yeah, or absolutely. next week. I you know, yeah, nothing. Nothing is so urgent. You know? Just our own and, and our family, because I, I think that. You know, tomorrow a couple can cancel, right? And they don't care, right? Yeah. They don't care about us yeah.
0: or you or your, your your child, but then we may have sacrificed time with our with our family. You know, my exactly. kind of story about how I had sacrificed time with my dog and exactly. then he got sick and died. And I was just like, felt gutted that I'd done that. You know, I was so annoyed with myself. Yeah. It's like,
1: what I feel guilty, you know? And, and I think those are the, I feel really guilty of having not enjoyed, you know, two Three years of my child because yeah. I gave birth and I was working on the hospital I do remember that my child sleeping next to me and me on the mobile you know and I just regret doing that why because the clients they have a baby and they don't answer you for three four or five weeks no and why do I have to do that so I think that I do love what I do and I put an effort and um it's you know uh, really important in my life because I do want to keep you know working and having you know my own income and my own dependence you know but it's still you know um, personal as well that nourish you to yeah. be a better you know professional and a better person you know so, so, yeah.
0: so that you can actually have time for you exactly yeah, yeah. I think we do our jobs better when we rest as well you know yeah. it's, like, I remember the first couple of years having these clients that expect you to be working 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And those clients, those clients really should <laughs> just go away. Like, they're just like, I really don't understand anyone on this planet who expects that of somebody else. I really think I, I'm trying to be very compassionate to other people. And I think it's so important
1: that we have our rest time. we all of us, you know.
0: So no, I just have
1: think to, we can't, you know. No. You know, I guess the time I, last night I was doing something on the website and I was stuck and say, okay, stop. I mean, I can't, I, I, I can't, I can't think of pictures. I can't think of anything. I just, I'm tired and I need to, you know, go to sleep. No, I just had, you know, I did my exercise, breakfast, you know. Yeah, I, I it's do exercise every day. I don't need yoga because
0: it's not my kind of thing. No, but you do your exercise, your your yes. exercise. That's the yeah. thing. I've yeah. been doing Um, a a few different things recently you know Alexandra Foyt the photographer we've been like we send each other links and I'm like I'm doing this shamanic dancing in the (laughs) mornings, and she sends me something equally as crazy and we're like you know we're in the mornings putting music and then we're like close the eyes and like do all this dancing I've been doing ballet I've been like exploring um different like dancing from South America we've just been enjoying experiencing life you know not just doing the yoga but the yoga as well of course but it's been fun you know it's like it's been really hard losing the income for the last 12 months really? but it's actually been fun as well not
1: having yeah. I, mean, I think I think that just taught us that probably we well for me for myself um that you know we can we can spend you know we can make a balance between our personal and our working life that's definitely and nothing it's I mean, the clients do not come and go, and they're not going to save me. If I need help, they won't come and say, yeah, Carla, come on. This is all the money. No. Exactly. They will be there always, and they do need me. So, And their second thing is, actually, why am I going to work so much? And then, well, I have to pay 50% of my income or whatever, yeah? No. And then I don't need so much money, so No. No, no, I exactly. think we can leave with much less, you know. Um, well, at, the, at least that's my what I've learned, you know, just yes, uh, exactly. yeah, I, without without. Yeah. I've
0: cut back on so much stuff that I didn't need, you know. And actually, I was thinking of doing a bit of a, a wardrobe cleanse because I, you know, um, the, more, the more you have in your life, yeah. the more like crap you have. So I had, for example, you'll you'll get this, like a load of candles that I d- burn out. But then the glass jars are quite nice, and I was thinking <laughs> I should save those for the weddings. You know what I did yesterday? I put them all in the recycling. I thought, bugger this! I'm I'm tired of blocking my house up and my home up with yeah. all the stuff for the weddings.
1: All of of the time you know it's like yeah, yeah now most of the candles you can buy that they come in a nice yeah you know, exactly and it's just i mean you can yeah use them again i mean in a wedding if it's just half of the you know candle but then when it's gone it's gone i mean you can't use them again unless you put a oh, tealight. so yeah i mean just like, get, yeah. rid get rid of it so
0: yeah wardrobe cleanse is coming as yeah. part of simplifying life a little bit more just you know, really just peeling it all back and just going, okay. right, what do I really love to do? Yes. What bring- you remember I was in um, January the book of the month was the joy seeker in the group so I kept talking about you know what are you going to do today to bring joy into your life today you know what can you do to make sure that you have joy in your life every single day whether it be like just to sit out in the sunshine and close your eyes and let the sun just kind of rest on your skin or to read a book for five minutes or something like that you know and it, it makes such a difference to every day doesn't it when you start to to actually do that and you start I think it's kind of a like to actually breathing instead mm-hmm. of just like getting through the day you're actually taking a deep breath and you're actually enjoying life so much more. yeah and just
1: realize that we are alive that we can exactly. you know, actually I mean there's so many people I mean that that's the first thing that we should be grateful okay I wake up this morning am I alive okay yeah. good let's start the day it's just that you know just yeah, doing things all the time and forgetting about it you know Amazing. I think it's something that uh, we never I mean I'm, I'm just thinking about it but it's just yeah it's true I mean I'm waking up and uh, I don't say well here you know a new day yeah even though goes, we never know how it will go if it's going to be you know good or bad but yeah. it's just a new day yeah Exactly. this is it we've
0: been lucky I mean I think have your family been okay you haven't had COVID in your family or anything no
1: no that's nobody. Good. well um husband's a thing yeah brother uh but then no they're they're all they're all good um, yeah good, yeah. good. We're very, very cautious i mean they don't, don't do anything i mean we don't for well, the same as us we don't do anything yeah, <laughs> we do, uh, or they. school or in your home or if you work you know wearing a you know, mask all the time yeah we don't go out so, no. yeah it's really
0: changed hasn't it life but yeah that's same yeah. with our we go if we go anywhere it will be to the beach where it's lots of open air you know at least we can enjoy there which is great carla it's been really nice to talk to you today really interesting and i love you sharing your story with us thank you so much for coming on it's been really really valuable i think to other people who are in the industry as well to to hear your story and also hear your take on you know how
1: the last 12 months has been for you you know so so much thank you lucy thanks uh well for for your time as well I'm and sure. uh and well i hope this i for anybody you know uh not just in the wedding industry i think it's just about you know life yeah yeah definitely it really is about life isn't it so uh, we've we've
0: had a few people on watching they're saying thank you and they say we can absolutely uh, relate and sam bloomfield was on as well he says hey <laughs> us such a sweet pictures oh, they're such a great couple sam and helen so thank you so much. I'm going to um, I'm gonna say goodbye to everybody, but stay on the line. Don't don't jump sure. off, OK? <laughs> so thank you, everybody, for watching. If you're watching on Catch Up, then hashtag replay. Share this video from either my personal page or my business page um, with your friends if you think that they'd be interested. If you're watching In the Wild Hearted Entrepreneur, please do comment. Give us your feedback. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you feel about the subjects we talked about today. And thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for coming along and joining us this week on the Empowered Women Rise podcast. We'll be back next week with another incredible woman to tell her incredible, amazing, inspiring story. Looking forward to seeing you all again next week. In the meantime, if you'd like to connect, you can catch me at lucybennettcoaching at gmail.com or on Instagram at i.am.lucybennett. See you again soon.